Well, hello there, everyone, and welcome to the Titanic Museum Attraction Podcast. I'm Officer Lucas, and today I have here with me Officer Tommy, and he's going to tell us a story of the Peacock family. Yeah, so Ben Peacock was a sailor. He'd traded one side of the Atlantic for the other. He'd moved from Southampton on his way to a place called Elizabeth in New Jersey. Like many, he was coming across to start a new life, looking for better for his family. All sorts of supplies and people were moving across the Atlantic at those times, and those were busy years. He'd set up a fair life, purchased an older house, and was in the process of fixing it up. He had much going his way, and inside of his first winter, he'd saved up enough money to purchase a few more tickets for the family to come across. He was quite excited then that spring when he'd received a letter from his brothers that they were planning to make the trip across the Atlantic. Of course, they would have had some very interesting news for him. When he'd left his house, his wife Edith was expecting and had given him a baby boy named Albert. Albert was all of seven months, had a big sister by the name of Trestle. Trestle was four now and probably a bit of hand for mum. At such, he was quite excited at the prospect. He'd made regular trips down to his workplace, showing his friends there his new acquisitions, a baby carriage and some toys he'd picked out for little ones, but it would be nice to see his brothers and catch up on the old times. He knew that the springtime was rough at sea and didn't want his family traveling across, but good enough for brothers, absolutely. They'd announced that they'd purchased tickets on board the Titanic. He sent the money he'd saved up back home so that they'd have plenty of cash should they need it. And then of course waited. On April 15th, the world woke up to some very different news. Titanic had struck an iceberg, and in the early morning hours the ship had sank. A great loss of life. Almost 1,500 had been lost. There had been about 700 survivors, but no one was certain exactly who those survivors were. You can imagine the scenario picking up newspapers in the morning, a second newspaper there published in the evening, combing through it, looking for families, friends, loved ones. It would take the Carpathia three days to arrive in New York City, bearing with it the cold facts of whom had been survived, who had been lucky and who had not. He hadn't found the news that he'd wanted to, and after a few days had left New Jersey, heading north to New York. He'd arrive and they're looking for news. He'd find answers, but not the answers that he'd expected. He'd looked through several newspapers and never found listing for his brothers. Back home in New Jersey, the furniture had arrived, the different supplies had arrived, and now he was confronted with the facts. The name was in the list. Edith Peacock perished. Albert Peacock perished. Trestle Peacock perished. In a month he received a letter from his family, an apology for not coming to visit, inquiries as to how is the wife and child getting along. In the aftermath answers had been few. The young scullion from Belfast, a man by the name of John Collins, had accorded that in the process of struggling for his life he'd come deck side the main lifeboats had gone by that time he'd come across a young lady with two little ones he'd taken the baby from her arms she had her baby girl with him 
they rushed forward there as there was still a last lifeboat being lowered and they were having some difficulty getting in the water when the men at the front shouted, turn back, turn back. He rushed back, but it was too late. The water had swept him up and the little one there in his arms had been swept out to sea. We can't be certain of the identity, but many believe that that little girl was Trestle Peacock, a loss for us all. There were 712 survivors out of the 2,200 night. But today we remember the passengers, both those that had and those that had not. By remembering their names and by telling their stories, here we're able to honour their lives. And I'm quite pleased to add a small note that this year in 2020 we'll be adding some additional boarding passes and in there you just might find a story of a young lady her name was Edith Peacock. She was a proud wife and a good mum. We'll remember her name and tell her story. In the end, that was what it was all about. Here at the Titanic Museum attraction in Branson, Missouri in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, we consider it a privilege to honor the 2,208 passengers and crew members that were on board the Titanic that night. And we love sharing their stories and keeping their memories alive. So, until we're back, Titaniac. <laughs>